0: You're within the norms, the blog that explores boundaries of medical science and law. Reported by youarewithinthenorms.com. Norman J. Clement R.P.H. D.D.S. Norman L. Clement Farm Tech. Malachi F. McCandle Farm D. Belinda Brown Parker. In the spirit of Joseph Salvo Esquire Incorporated.t. Spirit of Rev. In the spirit of Walter R. Clement B.S., M.S., M.B.A., Harvey Jenkins M.D., Ph.D., in the spirit of C.T. Vivian, Jelani Zimbabwe Clement, B.S., M.B.A., in the spirit of the Han. Patrice Lamumba. in the spirit of Erlen Clement S.R., Walter F. Ren 3 M.D., Julie Killingsworth, Renee Blair, R.P.H., D.R., Terence Sasaki, M.D., Leslie Pompey M.D., Christopher Russo, M.D., Nancy Seafield, Willie Yard B.S., Joseph Webster M.D., M.B.A., Beverly C. Prince M.D., Fax, Neil Arnand, M.D., Richard Call, M.D., Leroy Baylor, J.K. Joshi M.D., M.B.A., Adrienne Edmondson, Esther Hyatt Ph.D., Walter L. Smith B.S., in the spirit of Brom Fisher Esquire, Michelle Alexander M.D., Joe Wilding B.S., Martin Njoku, B.S., R.P.H., in the spirit of Deborah Lynn Shepard, Baris E. Muchet, Strategic Advisors. Doing Everything by the Book Unjustly Lands D.R. Randy Lamartineer, M.D., 15 years of federal prison time. Proud and stoic, Dr. Randy Lamartineer, M.D., told Judge Brian Jackson, one of America's most corrupted and conflicted federal judges, who, before giving him 15 years in prison, I have never knowingly done anything to harm any patient. According to Dr. Linda Cheeks, M.D., from Doctors of Courage. Dr. Lamartineer, 64 years old, was a successful internal medicine physician with 30 years of experience. Now face 15 years imprisonment on the bogus conviction of being a drug trafficker. Dr. Lamartineer started seeing pain patients in 2014 after their previous physician abandoned them. He continued their usual pain management regimen after informing them of the fact that he was not a pain management physician and planned to refer some of the patients to pain management specialists but had limited success. Dr. Randy Lamartineer, M.D., did everything by the book, as we all do. He monitored their care with drug screens and conducted re-evaluations every three months for his very reasonable standard medical fee without any added charges for pain management. So he did what any good doctor would do, he took conferences and got his CMEs on safe opioid prescribing. He followed these principles. He systematically tried tapering the patient's doses, but when the taper was shown to be harmful to the patient's pain control or quality of life, he adjusted the dose back up. This is all in accordance with the CDC guidelines and the CDC's recent statement in response to the letter from HP3. Dr. Lamartineer did everything by the book, as we all do. He monitored their care with drug screens and conducted re-evaluations every three months for his very reasonable standard medical fee without any added charges for pain management. He became so busy that he eventually refused new pain patients because he wanted his clinic to remain internal medicine. Judge Brian Jackson is listed as one of America's most corrupted and conflicted federal judges in Louisiana. Seven federal judges in Louisiana are among the 131 in the United States who failed to recuse themselves from cases in which they had a financial conflict of interest, an investigation by The Wall Street Journal has found. The newspaper's reporters cross referenced reams of disclosure forms with dockets to discover cases where judges should have stepped aside because they owned stock in companies before them. The judges weren't accused of tipping the scales for personal gain but under federal ethics law, they should have recused themselves from even the most minor of actions when they own stock in the companies. Another Eastern District jurist, retired Judge Ginger Berrigan, also had a conflict identified by the newspaper. The court did not comment on her behalf. President Bill Clinton nominated her. Across the rest of the state, the newspaper identified five other judges with either one or two conflicts, Brian Jackson and John de Gravelis of Baton Rouge, both nominated by President Barack Obama. Maurice Hicks Jr. of Shreveport and D. Drell of Alexandria, both nominated by President George W. Bush, and Donald Walter of Shreveport, nominated by President Ronald Reagan. The real cause of America's opioid crisis, doctors are not to blame. According to Richard Lawhern, Ph.D., for millions of Americans, long-term opioid therapies are the only treatments that make severe pain manageable and preserve the limited quality of life. However, U.S. public health policy is killing patients in wholesale lots by forcing doctors out of pain medicine and patients into street markets or suicide. When it is understood that doctors are not now, and likely never were, the primary source of America's opioid crisis, much of current public policy on addiction, overdose deaths, and harm reduction is revealed to be either profoundly misdirected or outright fraudulent nonsense. Dr. Randy J. Lamartineer, age 64, of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Lamartineer was indicted by a federal grand jury on October 27, 2021 and charged with the distribution of controlled substances by a physician. After a five-day trial before District Judge Brian A. Jackson on December 9, 2022, the jury unanimously convicted Lamartineer of 20 counts of distribution of controlled substances. As the trial evidence demonstrated, from March 2015 through January 2016, Lamartineer wrote medically necessary prescriptions for large quantities of Adderall, fentanyl, hydrocodone, methadone, oxycodone, and oxymorphone. Judge Jackson rejected Supreme Court 9-0 Ruan Khan v. United States. Dr. Lamart was unjustly sentenced to 15 years prison time by Brian Jackson, one of America's most corrupted and conflicted federal judges, according to the Wall Street Journal. In yet another publication by Josh Bloom, on August 9, 2022, he pointed out, A critically important paper in the journal Frontiers in Pain Medicine concludes that while the rationale for reducing opioid prescriptions to minimize overdose deaths was sound between 2006 and 2010, the opposite was true during the ensuing decade. Reducing opioid prescriptions during this time dramatically increased deaths and hospitalizations. In other words, what worked 15 years ago is an unmitigated disaster at this time. Although pain patients and advocates have been screaming about these abuses, mostly on deaf ears, for years, they have been largely ignored. Still, a new study in Frontiers in Pain Medicine demonstrates exactly how wrong our prohibitionist policies have been. The study is long and complex, containing 37 references. Dr. Josh Bloom focused on the highlights and overall message, that the policy of severely restricting prescribed opioid drugs may have saved lives 20 years ago, but times have changed. Bo Brindley Defense Attorney IT will be appealed. In a short statement to uairwithanthenorms.com, his attorney Beau Brindley stated, of course, it will be appealed. For now, you are within. You are within the norms.com, Winton Marsalis Concerto for Trumpet and Two Oboes, 1984. The Norms. Reference. Convicted pill mill doctor gets 15 years in prison underscore courts underscore theadvocate.com underscore download.